Spoiler alert! The Silver Screen Redemption includes few to no spoilers. Due to Houston and Brian's lack of cinematic knowledge, most of their movie information is either false or imagined. However, if they still leave you feeling paranoid about potential spoilers, please check the episode description for details. Welcome, everybody, to the Silver Screen Redemption, our podcast where we take your favorite film franchises and produce subjectively necessary sequels. I'm your host, Hugh Thord, the god of Norse Thanksgiving. Wow, okay. Uh, I'm, I am, am I, am I doing the same voice? Do I? No, puny mortal. Your name is just Brian. I'm Brian, uh, Perry's son, son of Perry, uh, Odinson, uh, not a god. Son of Perry and Odin's son. Yes, that's, uh, that's me. Thank uh, you for, I don't know why I'm thanking you. I, you, thank me the, for thank, this privilege. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being on the on the show. That uh, I can come here it. to promote both my cousin's film, Thor, and Thanksgiving. Was it your name, Thor? Thord? What was it? It was Hughes Thord. Hughes Thord, that's God. right. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think we've had a god on the show before, so that's exciting. Yeah, uh, so uh, I saw Thor. Uh, I assume that's who you're referring to as your cousin. My puny cousin. Okay. Thor Hemsworth Odinson. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, he seemed, he seemed pretty buff, but you're obviously much more buff. Yes. You see how I have abs on my pecs? (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Whoa. I hadn't, I hadn't noticed that somehow. Behold my beautiful glory. Yeah. It's like, I, I can't look directly at them. That's definitely the, the truth. I have nothing else to say at this point, so I'm going to go. <laughs> okay, uh, great. Uh, let me know if you, if you see Houston. Oh, okay. Hi. Hey. Hey. Oh, hey, hey. Houston. What? I I don't really know what just happened there. Yeah. Uh, you got to stop coming late to these things. <laughs> it's a real problem. <laughs> I just like to take a nap right before, and sometimes yeah, we, uh, we I had, oversleep a little had bit. had a god on, and he was very scary, uh, but he's gone now. Okay. What did he want to talk he about? Just, he wanted to promote Thor, and I guess Thanksgiving, which I I guess there's a Norse Thanksgiving now. Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. I think that's the thing. I feel like he was here to procrastinate until we could figure something out to say, but I think he... Probably left a little too early. Yeah, uh, I mean, that you makes just sense. Want to talk about Thor a little bit? Yeah, I mean we probably should. Thor watch. Um, this is our big. This is exciting. This is our second movie we've uh, we've done on the podcast that we've actually seen together. Uh, it was very group, cute. It was very we went a group of friends. There were only a couple people between us uh, in the movie theater. Where does this rank in your in your Marvel collection? Huh. I actually haven't thought about it, which is weird because it's usually my first thought. Um, I liked it a lot. I think my favorite Marvel movie is always the one I've seen most recently. So it's number one right now. Yeah, because there's like this high, you know, as you come off of a Marvel movie. Thor there's 3, that energy, you know. 
is number one for Brian Perry. Um, the exceptions to this rule are Thor one and Thor two, which I've never enjoyed. You did. You came out of those a little lackluster. Yes, and by come out of them, I mean watched them on my laptop sitting on my bed like two years after they came out because I was never very interested in seeing them. And then I eventually watched them so that I could have seen all of them. Um, so I had an idea. I kind of had the impression we were going to go with Thor this week. Yeah, yeah. We both kind of talked about like, yeah, let's do it. It's the big movie of this month. Uh, Justice League hasn't come up, so the biggest movie so far. Right. Is Justice League going to be big? Is that Are people saying it's going to be... I don't know if it's going to be good or not. It just it's it'll be big. It's the other big blockbuster of this month. Okay. Um, I took the initiative to develop a new segment that I like to call. You didn't name it, did you? Movie mash. Oh, that's pretty good. Movie mash. Yeah, movie mash. Um, I was working in the lab late one night. That's like a monster. Yeah, we did the movie movie mash. mash. That's the stinger. We'll we're record play this here. afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what I did do, I'm not opposed to making another Thorn movie, but I thought, let's do this. We're going to take this idea of really upping the ante for an Avenger. So I compiled a list of the first six Avengers, namely oh, okay. Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Hulk, and Thor. Okay. And then when I said, you know what works well in Thor? Hulk. Hulk and did so, work well in Thor. And so I made a second list of the newer adventure, Avengers. Okay. The adventure adventurers, such as Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Spider-Man, Scarlet Witch, Black Panther, and Winter Soldier. And so what I want to do on this segment that we called Mo- uh, Movie Mash, right? That was it? Yeah, We yeah. did the mash. That's right. Um, we did the movie mash. <laughs> I'm going to take one of those Avengers randomly pair him up with a new Avenger, also randomly, and then we're going to pair him up with a studio demand. Okay. Also randomly. Man, we're going to give the wheel a, a workout. A lot, of, a lot of spinning. Yeah. We're not going to put it in this podcast, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll we'll filter out the, the wheel noise this time. It's amazing how that wheel always spins the same amount every time same we spin amount it. Same every time. The other weird thing is that sometimes we know what it stops on before it stops spinning. Yeah. That's happened a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, so we're going to do that. And what I was thinking, let's pitch six power pitch. Ooh, maybe that's what we call this. Power segment. pitch is another power pretty pitch. good name. We're going to power pitch six movies real quick. And I like by... movie mash a little better. Okay. Because they are. that's sort of what we're emphasizing. But we, we are, are pitching six up. movies really quick. And then at the end, we're going to come back and pick the one that we like the most. And we're going to expound from there. And we're going to give it another studio demand. Okay. We're just going to go crazy. Yeah. Um, what I like we're about giving this- giving the people what they want, yeah, Brian. Yeah, giving it back to the people, like Macklemore. Exactly. Um, one thing I like or about Bane. this is uh, it usually takes us about six movies to make one good one. So we're kind of guaranteeing that we're going to get a good one exactly. this episode. Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and do this. Boop, 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 boop. This is just our scat session before we do the monster mash. I mean, the movie mash, the power pitch. Well, shucks. My random number generator is not working. I've got mine. Luckily, we're a couple of nerds with a couple of random number generators on our phones. 
We'll go. We'll go by my list here. Uh, looks like we rolled a Thor. Well, let's start off with Thor. A Thor, even though it's a three. Yeah. Oh. Just based on just I put him in the wrong. I thought you said four and then Thor. Oh. <laughs> However, when we do get to that, which is now, it is going to be Thor four, or th- four. Four, yeah. Four. And who is he mashed up with? Uh, he is mashed up with Black Panther. Black Panther. So we're very, very relevant right now with this first one. I like this. Both of these are, are pretty current. Well, that is fresh the, movies. That's the next Marvel movie coming out is um, Black Panther. And what are the people demanding of us? They are demanding. That's so good. A fight scene in a McDonald's play place. That that was sent in by Bryn Malone. Thank you, Bryn. It's so good. It's perfect for this one. Okay. Thor is leading the people back to Earth. Yeah. To did I just say Earth? Earth, yeah. Earth. That's the that's, that's the Norse the, pronunciation. The Asgardian pronunciation of Earth. Um, I know in the show notes we'll we'll put that there are Thor spoilers, but I think there's going to be some real Thor spoilers right now. So just so you know, there's going to be some Ragnarok and spoilers. Ragnarok, in this. Ragnarok and roll. Um, yeah. So the Asgardians, they're not a they're not a place. They're a people, and they're coming to Earth. We know that. From the from the last Thor, from Thor Ragnarok. There might be a Thanos in the way, but we're gonna skip ahead and pretend like yeah. that's resolved. Yeah. This is the prelude to Infinity War. Because they've got to get to Earth because that's And I think that is important. All these movies are going to be in the build up towards Infinity oh, War. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, Um I think our our Guardians of the Galaxy also was sort of a build up to Infinity War. So yeah. we're really packing them in here. Um the other thing I, I should stress, it doesn't have to be McDonald's on Earth. Ooh. We, they don't have to get to Earth. So get this. There is that uh, Comic-Con theater, or trailer that was released where it starts off with the Guardians of the Galaxy picking up Thor. Okay. I think they're on their way to McDonald's. On their way to McDonald's. Intergalactic okay. McDonald's. I think, it's, I think it is Earth, though, because if we're going to get Black Panther in here... Well, I think we get there. Okay. I right. think McDonald's is going to be a recurring theme in this. Okay. So they go to Intergalactic McDonald's. They're just trying to order a burger, um, but the what are what are Thanos's minions called? Um, Thanomaniacs. I don't know. The Thanomaniacs have taken over McDonald's. I mean, chaos ensues. Yeah, yeah. The I think they found the last Infinity Stone in this McDonald's. The Thanomaniacs. The Thanomaniacs okay. did. Well, we're not gonna have like many Avengers in this one, right? It's it's Thor and it's Black Panther. We're bringing in Guardians of the Galaxy. It looks like. To pick him up. Yeah. Since yeah. we know that's already confirmed that's happening. Maybe that's just a cameo. Maybe that's a quick, yeah. you know, pick him up, drop him off They're not McDonald's. a big part. It's like Doctor Strange in yeah. Thor. But what about this? One team that we have not addressed are the uh, the characters from the McDonald's-verse. Oh, you're saying, like, let's get Purple Gumdrop Man in there. Uh, let's Grimace, get, yep. Let's get the Hamburglar. Mayor McCheese, uh, I think is his name. Ronald. Ronald the McDonald himself. himself. Yeah. Okay. I think this would be a fun tie-in. And it sort of explain why they're having a fight scene in a play place. Okay. I think we stray away from the Thanomaniacs okay. altogether. All right. Well, maybe they are. Maybe the, the McDonald's crew are Thanomaniacs. They are independent contractors working for Thanos. Himself. Yeah, that works. Okay. So uh, tell me what you're envisioning here. Because I was... feel like you have something coming here. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think we got to take them to Earth. Yeah, I think we have a pit stop in the intergalactic one with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it sets up the future, like it's yeah. foreshadowing 
there is a McDonald's coming. There's going to be a McDonald's fight in a play place. We um, do have a McDonald's sponsorship for the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. Good. We are going to include it good, in good. every movie. Uh, okay, cool. I'm glad we started with the studio demand then. Um, I think they're hitching a ride. They just need to hitch, hitch a ride to Earth. So like right now, Thor and his, his Asgardians are just kind of shuttling people as they go. Right? They pick up the Guardians of the Galaxy, drop them off at, at Space McDonald's. But the McDonald's crew is there, and they need a ride to Earth McDonald's. Just, you know, the McDonald's that's on Earth. Yeah. Um, Any of them. And that's their, that's, I mean, they're they're going to Earth anyway. That's their whole plan. But then when they get to the Earth, the the, uh, team betrays them. And then we find out they're really working for Thanos. Pick up from here, how we pair up the Black Panther and the Thor is they take over the ship. They eject the Guardians of the Galaxy from the ship. They uh, launch off all the Asgardians. They're somewhere else. Okay. Thor gets shot into the middle of the jungle of Wakanda. Okay. When he wakes up, there's a man in a black kitty mask looking over him. I'm the Black Panther. Uh, You're intruding in my kingdom. Yeah. And Thor goes, oh, I've heard about you. You teamed up with the Avengers. They're my bros. They're... They're friends we're, from work. We're friends from work. <laughs> and Black Panther goes, uh, then why weren't you at this big civil war we had? We have a little back and forth. I Black was Panther. swimming in a cave. Yeah, in my magical jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they have a little back and forth where like, Black Panther doesn't think Thor is actually who he says he is. He just thinks he's this random guy. Well, and he doesn't have his hammer. Exactly. And so then they do get in a fight because he has to show off his lightning powers. Black Panther takes him seriously and says, hey, some crap's about to go down. Uh, we could use you now that you've proven yourself to be worthy. Um, we're getting like some weird signals coming from this McDonald's here in Wakanda. Oh, the, the Wakanda McDonald's. <laughs> Fast forward a little bit. You find out that the McDonald's crew that is working for Thanos, they've taken over it because they have found out that there is an Infinity Stone there. Well, I think it's it's... Oh, I'm loving the uh, the whole Wakanda thing is like, oh, it seems like a small village and they're poor and all this stuff. Oh, it's a front. I think the McDonald's is also a front Yeah. for a very fancy McDonald's. Exactly. It's it's like a normal McDonald's, but it's like, oh, it's actually a fancy McDonald's with TVs over the urinals. I like that. Secretly, because it's Wakanda. And a secret coal mine that digs up infinity stones. Exactly. I think we bookmark that there. Okay. We've think- got our premise. That's pretty good. And there's a fight in the in the play place. Yeah. I'm imagining a huge, very fancy play place, though. Yes. Because it's Wakanda. It's going to be like this elaborate military obstacle course. Yeah. But just... still, I think the tubes are still, you know, three They're feet diameter. They're a little diameter. too big for Thor's shoulders. He's getting yeah, stuck. Yeah. He jumps in the ball pit, and it's like half a foot tall. And <laughs> yeah. he hurts himself pretty badly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. We'll put we'll put a pin in that one. I think we've we've set up a good world there. Okay. So the next one, uh Thor again. No. Um Okay, Hulk. The Come Hulk on down, Mr. Banner. Paired up with uh paired up with Winter Soldier. Ooh. I don't think they've even met. No, they haven't. It's interesting. Um I do want to I just remembered a line from Thor Ragnarok that was very good. Um, Thor calls the Hulk Banner, and he says, no Banner, only Hulk. And it's a very good Ghostbusters reference. <laughs> no, da- no Dana, only Gruel. It was good. No Banner, only Hulk. It, I'm pretty sure it was intentional. Anyway, uh, so we've got the Hulk, sure. and we've got Winter Soldier. 
teaming up. That's another that's another stretch to get these two people together. They are not on the same planet. Okay, so I do think even if we don't dig further into these movies and really figure out what they're going to do, I do think they all kind of cross over in the same time period. So while Black Panther and Thor are taking care of the McDonald's incident in Wakanda, Winter Soldier gets released from his frozen chamber sleeping room in Wakanda. Okay. And and Hulk was on the ship with him. True. With Thor as they crashed down. So I think Hulk gets knocked into the jungles of Wakanda as well. Fair. But he wakes up pretty quickly, and he's running around, and he's fighting tigers and lions and bears. Oh, my. Okay. And that's why Black Panther is a little on edge. There's this monster apparently running around everywhere. Um, so the city goes on lockdown. Hulk comes in. He's just, he's just trying to make his way in this new jungle, find the biggest competitors. And he sees a room like this sealed off chamber that says, warning, very dangerous. And it's the Winter Soldier's chamber. Okay. And so, of course, he wants to fight it and challenge it. And he wakes up and it's a guy missing an arm. And he's very disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Bucky's kind of coming to trying to figure out what happened, why he's out of his deep sleep. Uh oh, we forgot to do our studio demand. I, I did not forget. I've got the studio demand. I've been waiting for the right moment to drop it in, and I think this is it. Okay. Um, the studio demand is a an orangutan sidekick, uh, suggested by Ricky Looney. Um, doesn't that work? It works pretty well, right? We're in the jungle. We're in the in a science laboratory. I think the orangutan has uh has been trained. He was also supposed to be in a deep sleep. But he slept in the in the case designed for Winter Soldier for Bucky, leaving Bucky out of it because he can't fit into the orangutan one. Is that Just a like, Rocket Man reference? It was absolutely a Rocket Man <laughs> reference. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so Bucky, that's why he's awake. He's supposed to be, everyone thinks he's in a deep sleep, but he's actually awake uh, because this orangutan has has taken his sleep chamber thing. <laughs> That's a great epic reveal. Be- because the Rocket Man <laughs> Rocket Man is a great relevant reference uh that I wanted to pull in. So I I do like this image of Hulk coming through and everyone's expecting okay, yeah, it's going to be the Winter Soldier. He rips open the chamber <laughs> and there's an orangutan. Yeah. And on top of that, I think the orangutan does speak and it is voiced by James Roday. Of psych fame. Okay. That's very fun. I haven't seen Sean Spencer in anything. Yeah. Well, he's getting ever. ready for the psych movie there. So He's getting ready for the psych movie. I think this will bring back the the psych resurgence, as in we will see Sean Spencer in more things. I am just going to refer to him as Sean Spencer That's fine. because I don't know if I'm pronouncing James's last name I of do, Roday right I or not. I do think it's Roday, but I'm fine with Sean Spencer. I'll remember that better. And he's the voice of the orangutan. I don't think we'll need to talk about him too much more because he's playing the orangutan that took Winter Soldier's uh, little bed. Yes. But he is coming along for the adventure. Oh, good. I do think he is their guide through the jungle. Oh, that's good. And I don't know what that adventure is per se, but it is one-armed Bucky can his and name it be, is Hulk. Can his name be Bad Ape? Bad Ape? Yeah. Like from from War War for Planet of the Apes. That's right. I saw a Planet of the Apes movie. Nice. Since we did our episode, Bad Ape. Well, then maybe it's voiced by Steve Zahn. Oh, that works too. Who did voice Bad Ape? Okay, we have a new challenge. Then we have to find a new place for James Roday. Okay, 
that'll come in one of the future movies. Perfect. All right, I like this. What is their goal? What are they setting up to do that will lead us right into Infinity War? I think it's to get Bucky's arm back, right? Yeah, yeah. He's kind of crippled. And I do think the Hulk, like, secretly, like, he is helping out. But he also just wants Bucky to get his arm back so that he can fight him. Are, are we saying his, his mechanical arm? His metal arm, yeah. Okay, cool. The one that catches the shield and everything. Because I have another idea for that. Okay. I think this is great. We're, that's sort of their goal. I think with all these different movies we're making, we're going to need another Infinity Gauntlet. That's true. And I think we're going to make it out of Bucky's hand. Okay. Uh, we're finding more stones because there's a mine in Wakanda where you can get more Infinity Stones. Because guess, guess how many hands most people have? Two hands. They do have two so hands. So two gauntlets. You could have two gauntlets if you wanted. I mean, we do know Thanos has one of them. Yes. That's why we I'm... do know there is a fake one in... Oh, in the collector's place? Is that right? In in Asgard. In Asgard. Okay. Which is destroyed now. Right. Well, Asgard is a people, not a place, so... That's true. <laughs> so maybe segments of the other Infinity Gauntlet, the fake one, are scattered among the people. But this on one's going to be a real Infinity but... Gauntlet... To fight for good for the good guys, so that they can take on Thanos and take away his exactly. Infinity Gauntlet. So I think that is their adventure. They are looking through the mines of Wakanda to rebuild his vibranium arm. Uh, Bad Ape is leading them through. Yeah, but he is named Bad Orange in this for orangutan. Right. Okay, that's good. Um, I think we bookmarked that there. Okay, that's great. That was a good lead in. Next one, Hawkeye. All right, we're ready for the Hawkeye movie. I am ready for the Hawkeye movie. Hawkeye crossed over with Ant-Man. Nailed it. That's a cool one. I do like this. Let's go ahead and do the studio demand. Good. There's a kaiju now. Now, <laughs> I don't know what that is. You do know what a kaiju yeah, is, I'm Brian. sure when you tell me what it is, I will remember that I do know what it is. A kaiju, I th- believe, there might be some like technical strictness to this term, okay. but I believe that it refers to any giant monster. As oh. in, like, Godzilla or Mothra or King Ghidorah. Any of those, like, Japanese-inspired giant monsters. Okay. No, this works. So Pacific Rim, for example. So I do think we are going to see a lot of giant Ant-Man in this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is the, that's like the poster board of this movie. That works pretty well. Is Ant-Man fighting a Godzilla ripoff. Or just Godzilla. That's fine. Or just Godzilla. Like a real Godzilla. And this is how we extend the MCU into the Godzilla King Kong universe that they are building. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This works for me. Um, I like this. What's, uh, what is Hawkeye's role in this? I guess he could ride on Ant-Man's shoulder and shoot, shoot his little arrows. I do like that. Because before, it was Ant-Man riding on Hawkeye's arrows. Oh, that's right. A nicer little reversal. I do like this. Um, I do think this movie starts off with Hawkeye just trying to get out of the business. He returns back to his family. And Ant-Man being all sneaky like he is. What about this as a... I feel like we've we've gone through the whole talking back into back into action. What if, what if Godzilla is actually threatening Hawkeye's family? Ant-Man goes to, like, help him defend his family. Um, it's, very, it's a very intimate... Uh, you know, they're not saving the world. They're saving Clint's family. They are saving Clint's family. I do think that this Godzilla came about from the Sokovia incident when the whole city was pulled out of the earth, some secret underground tunnels and mines. And I think that is a common theme throughout all our movies is that yeah. there is a mine involved somewhere or another. 
that opened up the slumber of this giant beast. And so it crawled its way out of the ruins of Sokovia and everyone was just like, okay, whatever. We were just floating 10,000 miles in the air. I don't think that's how high they were, but they were. No. Yeah. That would be like space. Yeah. Yeah, That would be like space. 10,000 feet is probably also high. That's like two miles. Yeah. They were pretty, they were up there. Yep. Anyways, forgetting the fact that I don't know science or metrics, they're just relieved that they got out of the air. So a giant monster that crawls up and goes its own way, they're like, ah, we can handle it later. Yeah, Let it be. It does somehow get to Clint's family. Do we know where they are? Do we know where that little house is? Or is it just completely secret, even from the audience? I think it's going to die in the grave with Kevin Feige. I don't think we will know. So for all we know, it could be in Eastern Europe. Or Wakanda. Or Wakanda. Which would be this, very convenient for this right now. A very nice farm rural area located right next to a secret jungle in the middle of Africa. Makes sense to me. No, no, I think we'll, we don't need to do that. We can, uh, I think we put it in the plains of Spain. That seems like a nice place for Clint's plains of family. Spain. Um, saving Clint's family. I think, I think it's all, we, it's all I need for that one. Um, I'm trying to see if there's a good, oh, I was trying to see if there was some kind of legendary sea monster in the Mediterranean Sea, and then I remembered, oh yeah, all of Greek myth. Um, I think it'd be fun to tie in some some Greek mythology into this, um, which that it'll be a Greek kaiju, a Greek kaiju. I yeah. do like that. Yeah, why not? Um, we'll put a bookmark on that one. Good. Next movie, Black Widow. Then, with Scarlet Witch. <laughs> That's a cool one. That's another just like fun. I do like good this movie. This is a good. Oh, and let me get this to do demand here. We have never had like a a buddy female superhero movie. No, here we've it is. hardly had any female superhero movies, let alone a buddy comedy one. Yeah, people are begging for the Black Widow movie, but now I think, they get the Black uh, Widow and the Scarlet Witch. Pretty cool. I think this movie needs to be called Black and Scarlet. Oh, that's good. Or uh, Scarlet Joe Blackson. <laughs> okay good anyways um Uh, what are they doing where so what was the what was the demand that we oh james roday i think this is where we use the james roday studio demand that we generated ourselves that's true i think james roday is going to be in this we do need a studio demand from the audience to include in this as well in this one as well it's rated g it's rated g (laughs) thank you hudson everett for suggesting that so this is a very, it's animated, first of all. Yeah. G is like, G is a very low bar to get under. Low bar meaning like a limbo bar. Yeah. It's very like. It's very hard to get G. You have to be animated for one. Do you? I mean, it seems like it, yeah. It's either that or it's like super innocent, goofy Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, but like there could be like an intense moment and it's PG. Like G is going to be hard to pull off with. With uh, Scarlett Romanoff. What's her name? <laughs> Natasha Romanoff. Natasha Romanoff. Um, I... <laughs> Black Widow, Scarlett The Witch. G-rated version <laughs> of a Soviet spy who has abused her whole life. And, <laughs> and a German uh, science a, experiment. A German science experiment tortured into having telekinetic powers. Yeah, yeah. And James Roday. <laughs> James Roday is the hardest part. 
I think he's got to just be his own character in Psych. I, I think he is Sean Spencer. He's Sean Spencer. Let's bring Gus in as well. Why not? Um, I think this is a Psych episode. This is part of the Psych movie. I like this. It's not a movie. It's a Psych episode. No, it is the Psych movie. That works. The Psych movie. Um, This is the sequel to the Psych movie. Okay. Let's put it that way. Good. Um, Rated G. What What's the criteria for making it G? I don't know. Can we have anything happen in this movie? Or is it them just like uh, talking about the alphabet and how it's good in our day-to-day life? I'm going to look this up. Maybe this is just an episode of Sesame Street featuring Sean Spencer, Gus, Black Widow, and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, it works for me. I think Black Widow, because... So she betrayed the government by letting Captain America escape and everything. So she's in big trouble. But she got recaptured. They're sentencing her to community service. Fair, yeah. She is working on like a Sesame Street-esque program. Okay. And teaching kids the alphabet and numbers. And she's just the host. She's just the host. Of her own show. That's good. I think... Scarlet Witch is doing all the puppet work for these characters. Oh, telekinetically. Bert and Ernie, they don't need strings now. No. They just need, like, this red magic stuff. That's very good. And Sean Spencer is playing the Elmo character. Like a puppet or just him? Like, he has Sean Spencer world. That's Spencer's world. Fantastic. That was a very good Elmo. (laughs) Oh. Welcome to Spencer's world. Okay, so he's the villain in this, <laughs> based on your voice. Yes. Um, I think that's all I need for that one. I, I think that one's settled. I I don't know where the com- I I don't know if we can have a conflict with a G rating. I don't think it's allowed. I think it's just a giant episode. Educational, yeah. Of two twenty one Baker Street, which I don't know if that is Sherlock Holmes. Or Doctor Strange's street address. But whichever one is the Doctor Strange address, that is the name of this show, which he has established, which can be a segue into our next movie that we are doing. Okay, perfect. I've decided it's Doctor Strange is the side character. (laughs) Of course. Um, So our last one, right? Is it? Oh, we haven't, haven't, yeah, we just have Iron Man and... Well, we have Iron Man... Captain America. Oh, I thought we didn't do Captain America. Doctor yeah. Strange and Spider-Man. Okay, so let's let's flip between these. Okay, so Iron Man with Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah. And I do think it is they are trying to establish uh this educational program for kids to be like, "Hey, Avengers are cool even though two-thirds of us are now war oh, criminals." I like that. You know another fun thing, Sherlock Holmes. I do think... Because Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch. I do think Sherlock Holmes is a big part of this. Yeah. It works very well. And I do think they make a lot of... Uh, I think that is uh, the name of Tony Stark's new Jarvis, is Watson. Fair. That's already, that's done in the real world, right? Isn't there a Watson AI? In, like, our world? Yeah, like in the real world. Oh, probably. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, so that's his new Jarvis. Uh, Friday, he's, like, lent out to Spider-Man. Yeah. I think. So, yeah, Watson is his new AI program. Okay, works for me. And then I do think that Doctor Strange names his uh, his cape Watson. Okay. And there is some... They're both uh, Watson. They're butting heads there a little bit. Yeah, and there's some confusion, some wacky confusion. 
I do think a lot of this is the tension that they have over trying to uh, establish this uh, this kids program for the world. <laughs> that is tw- yeah, yeah. 221 Baker Street <laughs> instead of Sesame Street. Um, Hosted just... by Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> so are they, hold on. Are we tying these two together and uh, Doctor Strange and Iron Man are like co-producing this show then? I think so. Okay. Um, what and is also the studio demand, and also this? both playing Sherlock Holmes a little bit. Yeah, I, I think this is a murder mystery. Okay, movie. cool. Uh, they are there is something to decide, and we will find that out by the studio demand. We got lucky. The studio demand works pretty well. Um, cryptocurrency work cryptocurrency into the plot somehow. Rory O'Donnell sent that in. I think someone is stealing all the cryptocurrency in yeah. the world. Get on all the Bitcoin. That's cryptocurrency, right? Yeah. Okay. Iron Man. And Doctor Strange have to put on their detective caps and use Watson oh, and Watson so good. and solve this mystery. Oh, it's so good. Oh. While simultaneously co-producing 221 Baker Street, and I think the kid Mar- educational program. Um, I think Martin Freeman needs to come in. I think he uh, does. Because he's, uh, he's in Black Panther, so his character can come and... Yeah, he's like the head of the, the new Avengers government. Oh, that's perfect. He is the one that recruits them for this. Yeah. I think he comes up and says, like, hey, if you, you need me, I can come along. And they both, like, simultaneously, like, no, we don't need you. Just go along. Yeah, do yeah. your thing. We have our sidekicks, and they point to their <laughs> the cape. The cape the and the Jarvis AI. type thing. Yeah. Um, what, about, uh, what about Jude Law, then? We could bring Jude Law. I in. think Jude Law is the villain in this. Oh, that works. Yeah, he is the one stealing the Bitcoin. Okay. He's, oh, that, that fits for me for some reason. I don't know how this is going to tie into Infinity War, but I'm kind of leaning towards this one being our our movie. This is very interesting. This let's, is very compelling. Let's hurry and do the Captain America Spider-Man. And what is the final studio demand? Uh, the final studio demand is the lead actor is replaced with Bunsen Honeydew. Thank you, Christopher Brown. Bunsen Honeydew, maybe you don't know who that is, uh, listener. Uh, he's the scientist from The Muppets. Uh, it's Bunsen Honeydew and uh, Meek Meeker. This actually works now that we've set up this whole puppet subplot. Uh, we've got Bunsen Honeydew. Who is the lead in Captain America and Spider-Man, though? Who is he going to replace? I think he is Captain America, but it does take place on this 221 Baker be. Street yeah. show. Um, He is playing a Captain America-esque character, and he is the villain because now... Captain America's war criminal. People yeah, are trying yeah. to teach you, hey, like, if you see him, report him kind of thing. And so they're showing that on the show. <laughs> I love this whole picture we've set up of, like, yeah. half the world is doing Wakanda kaiju stuff, <laughs> and the other half is revolved around. I think this is two movies. I think our six movies became two movies. Yeah. There's the Wakanda movie. Maybe it's just called Wakanda. And then we've got this one, which is... 221 Baker Street. 221B Baker Street. Yes. Oh, it's very good. Oh, it's very good. Okay, so Bunsen Honeydew is playing not Steve Rogers, but he's playing Captain America in the TV show. Exactly. Steve Rogers is still played by by Steve Rogers himself. I think Hunts, uh, Bunsen Honeydew yeah. is like a real-life puppet. Like, he's a, a puppet that Tony Stark made. Oh, okay. He's not being controlled by Scarlet Witch. Like, he is his own creation yeah. that Tony Stark was trying to work on for this show, but Doctor Strange put the his hand down and said, like, no, we can't make all these puppet AI that could run amok, turn into yeah. Ultron. That'd be scary. Especially uh, for the kids. Exactly. 
So I'll let you have uh, Bunsen Honeydew. Yeah. Oh, um, it's so good, though. Bunsen Honeydew is very cool. He's a very cool character. Yeah. Um, so he teams up with Spider-Man because they do bring Spider-Man onto the show as a guest star. Yes. To be like, hey, kids, listen to Spider-Man. This is what he does to live a great life. I'm your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I you should be friendly eat my to your vegetables. Friends. Yeah. I do my math homework. Don't bite your friends. But I do think... There is a terrorist attack on 221 Baker Street, the show. Okay. Like, not part of the show. Like not part happens. of the show. But they do know that Tony Stark and Doctor Strange were there, along with the other Avengers, uh, which were Black Widow and Scarlet Witch. And so they do... Where is the show being made? Oh, uh, It's in New York. Okay. The Avengers Tower that they move out of oh, yeah. in Spider-Man Homecoming, that is the center for... <laughs> The old tower or the new location? The old tower. The New York tower. Okay. Is their studio. That works. Yeah, that, that checks out for me. So, okay. Let me sum up where where we are so far on our 221B Baker Street. We have Iron Man, Tony Stark, working with Doctor Strange to say, hey, we need to work on our image. Um, no, no. First of all, we have Martin Freeman's character from Black Panther saying, hey, you have an image problem. We Here's what we need to do. We need to raise the next generation. To, to believe in us and not Captain America, he's put out his own propaganda, you know, with the presidential fitness challenge, as we see in Spider-Man, all this stuff, right? We got to counteract that starting at an even younger age. Are you with me? All right. They're both in because they want to they improve their image and they want to help people out, help people trust the Avengers again. For some reason, they both have named their assistants, their, their non-living assistants, Watson, because it's very funny. Because the actors both have played Sherlock Holmes before. Exactly. Um, but in the show, rather than either one of them playing Sherlock Holmes, Bunsen Honeydew is playing Captain America. Yes. Who is the bad guy. Is there a Sherlock Holmes then in the show? No, I think it's just an homage to Sherlock Holmes because they're both going to play detectives. They are brilliant people, like the best surgeon in the world, this uh, billionaire... Wait, are they acting? They're not acting, are they? They're just sh- They're not in the show. They're producing yeah. it. Here's what it is then. We know that Scarlet Witch is making doing the puppets, right? We yeah. know that Scarlet Johansson, not the Scarlet Witch, Black Widow is the host. James Roday. Sean Spencer as Sean Spencer is the detective. He is the Sherlock Holmes. He's the Sherlock Holmes. It's all I coming love together. This. I'm so glad we brought James Roday in because we thought he would be a good monkey voice. <laughs> and now he's and now he's starring in a TV show produced by Tony Stark and uh, and Doctor Strange. It's very good. <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, oh! I don't know how we top that. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the best premise of a movie we have <laughs> the, ever the made. The bad guy is Bunsen Honeydew playing Captain America. <laughs> but he's actually an AI Muppet made by Tony Stark. <laughs> it's so good. I love this movie. Is he the one that wears glasses but doesn't have eyes? He doesn't have eyes, but he kind of looks like it because he has his glasses. <laughs> There's sort of an illusion that he has eyes. I think Meeker's Meeper Meeker 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 is that his name? I think... Beaker 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 because like a like a beaker. Yeah, like a science beaker. Beaker's also in it. 
Yes. He's he and his name is Watson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he sh- no or is he Gus? Hold on. No, I do think Gus is Sherlock Holmes's uh, Sean Spencer's Watson. Absolutely. And I do think Sean Spencer calls him Watson and he keeps saying my name's Gus. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. And no, but it's one have... of his goofy names. Like, oh, yeah. this is my this is my uh, assistant. Uh Watson. Goofy Pants Watson. Yeah. yeah. And he just kind of accepts it, but it goes on re- like he says it on TV so it's recorded so yeah. everyone coming and meeting him on the street says, "Hey, it's Watson." It's Watson from 221B Baker Street. And we already have Three other Watsons in this. <laughs> There's so many Watsons. <laughs> Including... It's Watsons all the way down. <laughs> so many Watsons. <laughs> IBM. I, that... IBM has a Watson. That's what I was thinking of. IBM has a thing called Watson. I've never thought I would say the sentence in my life, there are too many Watsons <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> too many Sherlocks. Too many Watsons. Um... <laughs> What's the name? No, it... What's the? I think we need to... We've got a very good premise for the movie. What is the ultimate goal? What are they trying to like? They've got their propaganda thing. Well, I think there we was to... the terrorist attack, and they're trying to steal money from Bitcoin. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Um, and the maybe the Bitcoin. What if one of the Bitcoins, just one Bitcoin, a digital a, currency, a singular Bitcoin, one Bitcoin is an infinity stone somehow? Think about and it. And in the Wakanda movie, they're all psyched out. No pun intended. Um. Oh, the ones in the mines are fake. They're fake Infinity Stones. And that's the big reveal of that movie. All the Infinity Stones are all fake. Oh, my god! Just gosh. like the Infinity Gauntlet all, in Asgard. All the Infinity Stones are Bitcoin. <laughs> I think that's actually the that's either the tagline of the movie or the title. All the Infinity Stones are Bitcoin. I think it's the tagline. It's probably better than the tagline. I think that's a tagline. I think that is going to be the most confusing tagline ever. <laughs> but it's great. All of the Infinity Stones are Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Jude, so Jude Law, Law was <laughs> He's also an animaniac or whatever. What's his what did we call him? Thanomaniac. Thanomaniac. He he's playing Thanos's right-hand man. Yeah. He's the one who polishes the gauntlet for him. He is the one taking over Bitcoin cuz that is Thanos's plan of world dominance. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, that works. <laughs> it works. Um cuz science I, I think there is more to this of how Bitcoin relates, but that is something for Sherlock Holmes to They'll figure, figure out. that out. What we do need to figure out, though, is the name of this movie. And I can't even, like, begin to know what to call this movie. <laughs> 221 Baker Street, the show, the movie. Mm, there, may be some, there may be some copyright issues there. I think, I think that's the name of the show within the movie. Okay. But I don't think it's the name of the movie. Uh, I think the movie needs to be something about propaganda. Let's maybe we do we both pick a word. One one will pick a superhero word, and one will pick a kid show word. Okay. Mm, or a, I think propaganda is the right word. What about this super psych? Super psych. Interesting psych, but with superpowers. Yeah. And there's a pineapple in it, and everything. Cause, a super pineapple. Yeah. I think they put they go to a shawarma place and they introduce a new shawarma that has pineapple bits in it. Works for me. One other thing, what we were referring to as the Wakanda movie, I think that is it's either its own movie. I'm fine with that, or it's just sort of scenes throughout this movie, sort yeah. of referencing here's what's going on in the rest of the world. 
Yeah, like at so, the same time. And I mean, like the Captain America Spider-Man movie, the Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Johansson movie. They, those can also be other movies yeah, that we yeah. found, or maybe they're like uh, short series episodes that you can get on Netflix or something, and they're intertwined with this yes, story. Yes. But this is the movie we're going for. Um, what about a tale of two detectives? Oh, plus Sean Spencer, who is also a detective. <laughs> Two and a half detectives. A tale of a tale of two detectives. Psych, Psych three. three. <laughs> Psych three. <laughs> Psych three colon the tale of two detectives. <laughs> okay. Who's our director? And I think we just need to end. Uh, the director is uh, whoever's directing the psych movie. Because <laughs> that makes sense. Can it be Dool Hill? Dool Hill is so good. Okay, Dool Hill is directing this movie. And I think he is the only, he's breaking the fourth wall of the whole movie as well. Oh, is he narrating it maybe? A little bit, but I think he's the only one who's aware that it is a movie throughout this. Okay. No, that's good. Um, Are we just ignoring Psych 2? Psych 2 never happened. There's the Psych movie, which I think is a Christmas movie. And then just Psych 3, colon, Too Uh, Many Detectives. A Tale of Two Detectives. Hold on. A Tale of Two Detectives. (sighs) I love this. I think we did it. With the tagline... Bitcoin is the new Infinity Stones. <laughs> no, all of the Infinity Stones are Bitcoin. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, we did it. Uh, it's a great movie. I honestly, like, I think people are going to listen to this and be like, oh, their plan was to take 10,000 things and mash them all together. No, we. I really thought we were going to look at six, six discrete things, pick one, and sort of develop that further. But they just worked out. If you told me... <laughs> I don't even want to repeat the premise of this. Yeah, no. It's, it's a too novel long. in of itself. I don't think we could have planned this beforehand. No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I, this I, this is honestly the kind of thing that this is why we, we did this podcast. It's it's very fun. Um, <laughs> do you want to tell them where they can find I, us? I, want, I do want to tell them that desperately. Um, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at the Silver Screen Redemption. Silver Screen's all one word. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Screen Redeem. We don't do much there, but we'll at least keep you updated when there's new episodes. Um, bitly bitly slash Screen Redeem is our iTunes link. I just made that this week. <laughs> uh, if you want to find us on iTunes, uh, it's very helpful if you rate and subscribe to our show so people can find us. Uh, we're currently in the works of uh, building our audience, so we'd really appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I just... I'm just kind of done now. <laughs> I lost all energy. Um, I'm Brian Perry. Line. I'm Houston Bobley. Whether or not the redemption will be there. Any similarities to actual persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental.